Yeah, he reigns on high. Glory be to thy name. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. It is good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. And that first song says, blessed assurance, a blessed quietness, holy quietness. What assurance in my soul. Praise God. And when he speaks to me, how the sea billows cease to roll. Amen. Praise God. That means when things are stormy in my life, he going to speak and they're going to have to cease to roll. Amen. Praise God. We bless the Lord and we appreciate being in the house of the Lord once again. Praise God. And the word says, the song says, he is king forever. Praise God. Amen. And since he is king, all the praises are due his name. Hallelujah. Glory to thy name. Amen. Praise God. I take it not for granted to be in the house of the Lord, but I appreciate every time and every opportunity that I get to be in the house of the Lord because he's so worthy of the praises. Amen. I may not have always done everything right, got all the T's crossed and all the I's dotted, but God has been faithful. And so when I get into the house of the Lord with my brothers and my sisters, I know why I'm in the house of the Lord. And that is to bless his name and give him all the praises that's due unto him. Praise God. It don't matter what the enemy's done all week. What matters is God gets what's due him because we have come together. Amen. I appreciate God for being in the house of the Lord. And as the song says, one thing I desire that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever all the days of my life. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's what it's all about. What he wants and not what we want. Because we was made after his image to glorify him. So it's all about him. Amen. And we're going to give his name to praise. Amen. And be thankful that we're able to walk into the house of God on our own. He given us living breath. And at least we can say thank you. Glory. We can at least say hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Everything ain't got to be all right to bless his name. Because he's worthy regardless of what's going on. Hallelujah. Praise God. We appreciate God for each and every one of you. Glad you took time to come and visit with us today. Praise God. We appreciate your presence in the house and take it not for granted. Because you had a choice to go anywhere you wanted to go or a choice to stay in that bed. But you chose to be here in the house of God and God going to bless you for being here today. Amen. So open up that you might receive what God got for you today. Because God is sending a very simple word today. Very simple. Y'all might even get a short message today. Who knows? Amen. Praise God, because it's amazing. When I go back and look at them uh, tapes when uh, Trustee Carter sends, I'm like, Lord, was it that long? Because it didn't seem like it was that long. But it blessed my soul all over again, because y'all know I get excited about the Lord and what he's doing, because it's just a blessing. It's just a blessing because I realize that it's in him that I move, live, and have my being. And because I recognize that, I got to give him what's due his name. Amen. Praise God. Those that have your Bibles and you're able to stand with me, ask you to stand and let's go to 
the book of Judges. I normally say a familiar passage of scripture, but I don't know if this is familiar or not. Praise God, because ain't too many folk know too much about this scripture right here. Praise God, because there ain't that much to say about the person here. But if you'll go with me to Judges, the third chapter, verse 31. Judges, chapter 3, verse 31. I'm going to only read two verses today. The first one is Judges 3, chapter 31, and I'll be reading from the New King James Version. After him was Shamgar, the son of Anath, who killed 600 men of the Philistines with an ox goad, and he also delivered Israel. Now, just going over to chapter 5 and verse 6. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were deserted, and the travelers walked along the byways. I'll go on to verse 7. Village life ceased. It ceased in Israel until our devil arose, a mother in Israel. Praise God. Let us pray. Father, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, we bless you and we thank you for this appointed time to declare your word. Father, we speak that your word will go forth unhindered, that the word will fall on good soil, that it may take root and bring forth the fruit that you desire in the name of Jesus. And Father, we speak that the enemy not steal that which you sin, but it will remain for your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we bless thee and we thank thee. Amen. You may be seated. Praise God. Amen. Like I said, I ain't going to say this is a familiar passage of Scripture because as far as I understand and, and from my studies, these are the only two places that Shamgar is mentioned in the book of the uh, Bible, and there ain't a whole lot said in them two verses about Shamgar. Amen. But as I was meditating upon the Word, God dropped in my spirit a topic, said, living ordinary but is a warrior. Living ordinarily, but is a warrior. Now, as I mentioned here, Shamgar is very little mentioned about him at all, but his name means a stranger. Praise God. Shamgar means the name of a stranger. And when God put this topic in my spirit, living ordinary, but is a warrior. He began to let me experience and began to let me reflect on how many of us, we live our lives day by day, praise God, going about life in its ordinary senses, not realizing what's on the inside of us, not realizing the true value because of what somebody have told us or because of what's going on in our life. But what God wants you to understand is it don't matter what's going on in your life. It don't matter what somebody said about you. It don't matter how your childhood bringing was done and how you was brought up and raised. What matters is, is you recognize what's on the inside of you now. Praise God. That is what matters is when you wake up and you realize what's on the inside of you right now. Praise God, because your past don't have to determine your future. You can make a difference. And as God began to let me see in these two verses right here about Shamgar, like I said, Shamgar's name meant a stranger. And many of us feel like a stranger because 
don't nobody really know who we are. Don't nobody know a whole lot because as far as we're concerned, we ain't done nothing to go down in the history books, you know. We ain't done nothing to, you know, make our name famous in the community or in the county. We were just living our lives day by day. And so in true reality, we just an ordinary person. But God wants you to understand you might be living as ordinary, but you are a warrior. And as we begin to look at the life of Shamgar, praise God, Shamgar and them was captured uh, and Israel, they were captured by the Philistines. Praise God. And because they was captured by the Philistines, it was done that when they got captured, the Philistines took all of their weapons, made sure that they were not going to have any weapons so that they could not retaliate against them. Now, you may be saying, okay, that was the Philistines. I mean, that was them and the Philistines took their weapons and all of that, you know. But the principle behind this thing is you may be feeling like the enemy has taken everything from you. You may feel that you don't have what's necessary for you to make it, what's necessary for you to move on. But God wants you to know you got what it takes. It's on the inside of you, but you just hadn't woke up that warrior yet because you've been living life ordinarily. And it's time to quit living ordinarily and wake up the warrior that's on the inside of us. Now, Shamgar and the people of Shamgar, it said that because it was captured by the Philistines, that village life had ceased. In other words, because the enemy had taken all of their weapons, they didn't have nothing to fight with. Praise God, no military weapons. And the Philistine was a very equipped army. And because the Philistine took their weapons and then had their weapons, they were in control. And it was saying that the people was even afraid to go out of their house because, see, Shamgar and all of his folks, they were like farmers and, and raising, you know, cattle and sheep and stuff, oxen and goats and all of that kind of stuff on the land, according to some of the history there. And as they would gather and try to gather food and, and get their little animals together, trying to make a living, when they would come out, the Philistines would be right there to rob and steal and kill. It said that they had to go by the byways. In other words, they couldn't go through the main because they was hoping that if they went the byways, they'd be able to slip around and the Philistines wouldn't know where they were going and they'd be able to get to market to do what they need to do. And sometimes the enemy has gotten us in such a position that it feels like every time that I advance and look like I got it together, the enemy is waiting right there to throw me off course again because my intentions was I'm trying to do the right thing. Praise God. And I want to do the right thing. And I set my heart to do the right thing. But as I set out there, it looked like everybody and everything turned against me and was fighting against me. And this kept going on that village life has seen. So the folk pretty much were staying to themselves, trying to hide from the enemy. But God don't want us hiding from our enemy. 
But God want us to understand that we got a warrior on the inside of us. Now, if you belong to the family of God, you definitely got a warrior on the inside of you. Because when you were saved, God placed his Holy Spirit on the inside of you. And as he did with everybody that accepted the work that has been done. Praise God. And if you're not part of the family of God today, that's all right. Because the warrior is waiting in you until you accept the free gift of salvation. Praise God. That God offered to each and every one of us because the word of God says while we were yet sinners, he died for us. And so he died for us while we was in our mess, while we were going on our way and not thinking about God, won't trying to give God no credit. But God loved us enough that he says, I'm going to give my life so that you can become a part of my family. In other words, God is concerned about souls. Every soul is important to God. You might not feel important and you might not feel that you're worth anything. But understand this. God thought we were so worthy that he says, I'm going to die for you while you're in your mess. Because I know what's in you. And I know that I created you after my own image. And because you was created after me, I got to make sure that you can get what I got for you. Because I didn't create you to just go down. I created you so that you could represent me wherever you go. That's why I created you, because it was my desire that none should perish, but that all would come into repentance unto everlasting life. Now, Shamgar had been going by the byways, trying to duck the enemy, but the Philistines would be right there to steal and jump them and ambush them and take whatever possessions that they may have. But you know the good thing about it. After a while, you get sick and tired of being sick. You get sick and tired of folk picking on you. You get sick and tired of the way things are going. And the good thing about Shamgar in here, that warrior began to wake up. And while he was on that road, here come the Philistines. Praise God. He didn't have no weapon. But because the Bible said that he used the ox go head because oxen was what they raised. Now, let me tell you about this go head. It was just a long stick. And on one end, it had a sharp point. And on the other end, it had like a little spade blade. Praise God. And that spade blade was as they was out in the field with their oxen or whatever, if they needed to cut down the grass or whatever, they could cut it down. But the end with the point was when the oxen won't going to go right and won't going to do right, they punch them with that little stick. And when they punch them, it make the animal get in line and go the way they wanted to go. Amen. So that's all he had because he was working with the oxen. But when the Philistines was on the road and decided that they were going after Shamgar, guess what? Wrong day. Because the enemy and the warrior that was inside of Shamgar woke up. And when they come at him, Shamgar said, I can't wait. Now, I'm paraphrasing here because we ain't got these two verses here. But I can imagine 
that he got tired of every time he worked and get some stuff together, and here come the enemy to take it from him. You get tired of folk taking from you at some point in time. You say if they're going to keep doing this and keep doing that, then I might as well stand up and fight. Because standing up and fighting, at least I know I got a chance. But if I keep giving in and I keep stopping every time things don't go right, I'm never going to advance. But the message in this thing is today is God wants you to use what you got. Praise God. Wake up the warrior that's on the inside of you. All Sham God had was that ox go ahead. Praise God. And here come the Philistines with all their mighty weapons. But that day Sham God said, I'm not running. He grabbed that ox go ahead. And when he got that gold in his hand, he went to work. And praise God. And as I begin to read the history, praise God from the peasant that was telling the story. It said that every time he killed one of them, he would holler, yeah, I got you. Praise God. And so that made him keep right on fighting. Praise God. He used what he had to take care of what he needed to take care of. He didn't wait for the folk to come help him. Praise God. Sometimes you can't wait on folk. You got to go on and do what you got to do. Because people that can help you sometimes, they won't help you. Praise God. They'll sit back and look at you and say, I don't know why they're in the mess that they're in. Praise God. They might not know why, and you can't worry about why they don't know why. You can't worry about why they won't help you. God put inside of you and inside of me everything that we need. And if we begin to use what we got, it'll begin to change some things. Because he took faith and said, I ain't running no more, praise God. And when he took what he had, which was the go-ahead, praise God, God let his anointing come upon him. And the word of God said, by himself, he slew 600 Philistines. They had all the military weapons. All he had was a little go-ahead, but it was anointed, praise God, amen. And when we begin to use what God put in us, that anointing will rise and give us all the power that we need. All God is waiting for you to do is stand up. And if you stand up, he'll let his power stand up in you. And you'll be able to fight that enemy. Praise God, your situation will turn around. Live it ordinary. But you is a warrior. And you need to know that you're a warrior. Because the devil don't want you to know that you're a warrior. But God made you a warrior. And when you stand up, he's standing up on the inside of you to fight. Praise God. He slew 600 with just that go-ahead. And they had all the military weapons. What God let me see is it don't matter how many folks is against you. It don't matter who's working against you. But if you recognize who you are in him, and you will stand up and use what he put in your hands, what he gave you to work with. Your go-ahead might be your talent that he blessed you with. Praise God. Use that talent to glorify God. Whatever it is, your go-ahead may be. You use that. Don't worry about who's going to go with you. Don't worry about who's going to help you. Don't worry about where anybody know anything about you. But God says that you are a warrior. Sham God's name meant that it was a name of a stranger. He won't know, but he did mighty through the strength of God. We can do mighty through the strength of God. Praise God. And as he began to slew them, 
and the word come back and threw it in on the end. Not only did he kill the 600, but then it says, and he delivered Israel. Praise God. In other words, he killed the 600, but God wanted us to know that because he moved at what God put that unction on him and he fought with what he had, he was able to set Israel free. Praise God. Israel was no longer captured by the Philistines because at the work of, of Shamgar, praise God, Israel got set free. So sometimes you need to understand it don't take a crowd to do nothing. All God is looking for is a willing heart. And if you're willing and stand up, his anointing will help you get the job done. All he needs us to do is stand up and fight and not back down from the enemy. Because God has not called us into being afraid or being fearful. But the enemy uses fear a lot of times to stop us from moving forward. Because the enemy has you focus on saying, I can't do this. I don't have that. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. God ain't asked you what you knew how to do. When he asks you to do something, that means he's equipped you to get it done. All he needs you to do is stand up and be willing to do it. And when you stand up and is willing, then he take it from there. And he'll begin to show you how to get the job done. But not only is he going to show you how to get it done, he's going to fight through you and it's going to get done because it's him fighting through you and you just being the vessel, vessel cooperating with what he wants to do. That is what God wants us to understand today. It's time out for living ordinary, but recognize the warrior that's on the inside. God put that warrior in us and every one of us is a warrior. Praise God. Let me see where that scripture is so you'll know it. I think it's in the Exodus, praise God, where it says that his name. Let me think now. Let me see where it is. Give me a minute. Praise God. The memory ain't like it used to be. Praise God. All right here. Praise God. But there's a, there's a scripture in the word that says that his name, the name of the Lord, praise God, is a warrior. Praise God. Amen. And the Lord is his name. Amen. Praise God. And I know I am overlooking that verse. Praise God. But it's in there and y'all gonna get it. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But I tell you something, this message encouraged me this morning. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Yep, it's in verse Exodus 15 and 3. The Lord is a man of war and the Lord is his name. And some verses says the Lord, the name of the Lord is a warrior. Praise God. Amen. A, a man of war. But that's Exodus 15 and 3. The Lord is a man of war and the Lord is his name. Amen. Praise God. And because he lives on the inside of you. That means he's fighting through you. Praise God. And so, you, you know, my soul is already blessed right now. I have truly been encouraged, amen, in the Lord, and I trust that you have too. But see, God wants us to understand and see the enemy uses fear to paralyze us, to keep us from moving forward. But see, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. But the word says that he has given us a spirit of power. A spirit of love 
and a sound mind. Praise God. Amen. So when we understand what we possess and what's on the inside of us, that will change how we begin to respond. And that is why the enemy fights so hard to keep us living ordinarily. Because if we change and see the warrior that's on the inside of us, we're going to destroy his kingdom. Where he's been holding us bondage, he's going to have to give up his grip because you realize and recognize like Sham God do. I ain't got to take this no more. I ain't got to go through this. God made me who I am and he's changing. He's my strength. And when I begin to see that, that that I couldn't overcome, I'm able to overcome it now. That that got in my way and those that got in my way, God touched the heart and bring about a change and move them right out of the way so that I can do what I need to do. The Bible tells me, don't fear man, but fear God who is able to destroy both body and soul. Praise God. Amen. All man can do is destroy this body. But see, my soul and spirit going to live on forever. So that's what I'm concerned is the eternal life. Yes, praise God. And guess what? You ain't going nowhere from this life until God finishes what he wants to do, which is right here. Amen. So you can't even let him hold fear over you about, well, you know, this might happen and that might happen. Now nah, you ain't going nowhere. The God gets ready for you. Amen. Praise God so you can accomplish what needs to be accomplished. Living ordinarily, but is a warrior. And if you're here this morning, we thank God for his word. If you're here this morning and you felt like sham God, don't nobody know nothing about you. You're just an ordinary person. But you're outside of the family of God or you're not sure you may have done it when you was a child and you, you just don't know. And because the enemy took you astray or whatever the case may be, you're not sure of your relationship with the Lord. Let me help you out because I know how the devil plays. Your salvation is based on faith in God's word. It's not based in how good you be, how good you act and all of that. It's based on faith in the work that was already done. Because the scripture says, while we were yet sinners, he died for us. So in other words, he made it available because in and of ourselves, we couldn't save ourselves. So he shed his son blood and his son went and died for us so that if we would receive the work that was done by faith, by just saying, Father, I believe that you sent your son to die for me. And because he died for me, I accept that work. I accept his shed blood for my sins and my forgiveness of my sins. When I accept that by faith, I'm part of God's family. It ain't got nothing to do with what I feel. It's my faith in the work that was already done. See, the difference between salvation and all these other religions these other religions, you got to work to make your entrance. With God, you accept it by faith. And when you accept it by faith, then you are received into the family of God. Means your sins have been forgiven and your own way to heaven. Don't mean that you're perfect and don't mean you're going to be perfect. Because you're still going to make some mistakes as you grow. I ain't seen a baby born yet that started walking and never fell. But one thing about it, when they fall, they get back up and they start walking again. 
And that's what we have to do to begin to grow. And I'm working on a series right now. I'm working on a message, and I don't know how God going to put it together, talking about growing in grace, praise God, so that we can really understand this message about grace. Because sometimes we get it mixed up, and we think that just because grace is there, that gives us a license to keep sinning. That ain't the case, praise God, amen? But you got to understand that when you accept God's work by faith, you are saved and it's not based on your actions. Because God knew we couldn't save ourselves and if we could save ourselves, then we wouldn't need him as a savior. You get saved when you accept it by faith. I don't care what's going on. But what happens is if you are not growing, then you ain't going to see much change in your life. And so you're not going to get no stars in your crown automatically. Praise God. So everybody that's getting to heaven ain't going to be on the same level. Because some folk is still going to stay in that baby stage. Just like you got adults today acting just like children. Because they really never grew up in maturity. They just grew in number. And you got folk like that in the church. They accepted the Lord as their Lord and Savior for forgiveness of sin, but they ain't grow no further than that because they ain't studied, they ain't learned no word, and they hadn't begun to exercise their faith. If you don't exercise your muscles, they're going to turn into fat. Ain't going to have no strength. If you want to be strong, you got to exercise. So when we accept the Lord, we are babes in Christ. Now to grow that means we got to feed on his word and be involved in what God is doing and be around God-minded folk, praise God, so that as we hear, we're hearing things about the Lord and not a bunch of foolishness. Because faith is developed by hearing and hearing by the word. Praise God. And so if I hear a bunch of negative mess or a bunch of foolishness, that's all that's on the inside of me is that stuff that I'm hearing. But now if I'm reading God's word and I'm hearing God's word, God's word is in me. That is feeding that spirit man where God come in when he saved me. And when that spirit man begins to get that nourishment, it begins to grow. And as the more I understand that word, God begins to unfold it even the more. And then when I understand it, then I know how to walk it out. But what we try to do and what the enemy try to do is say, okay, you saved now. So go sit your bottle down. Go put your cigarettes down. Now you done had that stuff in your system for a good while. Now God will automatically deliver some folk the taste from them instantly on the spot. But some other folk, when you accept the Lord by faith, that taste for them cigarettes and that taste for the alcohol is still right there. Now what you got to do is stay in the word of God and let the word of God cleanse you. You go and land it down by yourself, talking about 21 steps to this and 10 steps to that. You going through them 10 steps after a while, you're going to tire of them 10 steps and 20 steps or whatever that is. And you're going wrong back to doing what you need to do. That's because you're trying to do it. But the Bible teaches us that if we grow in grace, in other words, if we grow as God is giving us his word, the word does the washing and the cleansing. Now, what we as believers got to do, because we know what's going on, we can't be looking at them. Well, I thought they were saved, and I just saw them with that cigarette or that beer the other day. 
Well, maybe you did, but it ain't got nothing to do with their salvation if they accept the Lord by faith. It takes the washing of the word to do the cleansing. And so that means they're going through the process. So what you got to do is join in and say, Father, help them see it through the word and continue to pray and encourage them to give it to the Lord. Not over there trying to beat them on the head. Brother, you need to put that beer down. You need to put them cigarettes up. You just beating them in the ground, discouraging them. Because they already know they need to do it. But they're going through the growing process to figure out how to get it done. Now, God delivers some folk instantly. Boom. Others, they go through the process. And God takes them through the process so that they understand that it was God and not them. So they'll be able to help somebody else as they come along. But the devil uses that to make the body beat down a tender plant. And they can't grow. Because if you hold the plant down, it can't grow. But the plant is struggling enough to get through the dirt because the seed is doing its work. So when they start out, they struggling enough because their heart and on the inside is wanting to do the right thing. But they still fighting with what they was working with. But the heart is saying, you got to let this thing go. God, I need you to help me. And then you come along there. But now if you come along there with them and they already trying to do the right thing, say, come on, brother, let's go pray. Come on, sister, let's go pray. Come on, sister, we're going to Bible study tonight. See, you are encouraging and you are helping. And when you do that, you are helping them grow instead of pushing them down. And as you do that, guess what? That plant coming on up because it's like putting water and fertilizer around that plant as it's pushing through the dirt. And the next thing you know, as you keep feeding it and doing it, the nutrients to it, it's going to be a strong plant with the fruit coming out. The same thing in our walk with the Lord. So if you're here this morning and you're outside of the family of God and you want to be a part of the family of God, we invite you to come because we want to give you the scripture. Because your salvation ain't based on how you feel. It's based on your faith. Do you believe what this word says? And when you accept this word by faith, you are saved regardless of what you feel. Now you got to get around others so that you can grow in this and become mature and strong. That's what your salvation is based on. And we need to understand that because the enemy tricks so many folk because they feel like they ain't good enough and they feel like they can't do it. No, we can't do it on our own. But through Christ, we can do all things because he is the one that strengthens us. And we need to understand where our help come from. And it's from him. Praise God. As the choir comes back, and if you're here this morning, we're going to invite you because I wanted to share with you the word of God. If you 